get started. Welcome to Bon Jovi Discussions. Today I'm having my buddy Matt from Charleston, South Carolina come on today, and we are going to talk about the rally show that we both went to uh, last night. But before we get into that, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Jerry, how are you? Good. I, I, you're in a hotel room, and I know you're going to the Greenville show tomorrow. tomorrow so. I am. We, uh, we made it to Greenville, so yeah. we'll the show tomorrow. Yeah, I wanted to do Greenville so bad, but I had to get back to work, and we actually just got home two seconds before me hopping on here to do this. So it's been a long day, but I wanted to do it while it was fresh in my mind. So uh, before we get into the set list, you know, I always like to ask my, uh, my guests that come on here, you know, how did you become a fan? Uh, so I, I grew up, you know, huge music fan growing up. I, I don't know. I I grew up listening to 80s music. Um, somewhere along the way, I've started really liking Bon Jovi. Uh, always, always been an 80s fan. Uh, I kind of grew up in the 90s, but 80s always uh, meant more to me than, than the 90s. So um, I want to say we went... I always had the desire to go out of the country and see some big rock band. So uh, Toronto 2013 was my first Bon Jovi show in yeah. February. Um, so that was the first show I'd, I've, I've been to. And what, what was the number of yours last night? What number did you hit? Uh, I think, let's see, I did two in 2017, uh, two in 2018, and then I've done uh, two so far this year. So that makes seven. So nice. And then eight tomorrow night. Eight tomorrow night. Yep. Well, let's get right into it, buddy. So, um, so we've got you know, we, we've been following each other on Twitter for a while now, and then we both knew that we were um, going to the show. So we actually met up before, and I still feel so best. So my <laughs> other buddy Kevin and I, we found this, and I really didn't do too much digging around in this place. I just saw that the reviews were good. But we ended up going to, like we wanted to go somewhere nearby. It was this barbecue place, and oh my gosh. I couldn't even eat it. And it, it's it's very rare for me to I won't name yeah. the, the place, but oh man, I couldn't Yeah, man. it's uh it's a hole in the wall, but um I thought the, the barbecue was pretty good myself, so I can't yeah. complain as far as that goes. Yeah. The price was right. Yeah, it is what it is. So so then we so after we all had dinner, you know, you, me, some other friends, you know, we went to uh the venue. And I don't know if if I'm just bringing a curse around me or not, but, you know, when I went to Milwaukee, the weather was supposed to be really nice and warm, but then it ended up being cold. And then Raleigh was supposed to be in the 70s, and then it ended up being in the 50s, and now I think Raleigh's going to be in the 80s this week. So I'm hoping for Nashville that I get yeah. warm weather. But, so we stood in line for outside for, what, an hour or so, just kind of like yeah. hanging out with people and talking and – but man, it was freezing. I wish I'd brought. It was. A oh, jacket. Me too. We were we were frozen. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't do VIP this tour, and I know that you did. You didn't do the full on bed of roses VIP second row, but you did. I think it was the ultimate package, which gives you a seat in you know rows ten to twenty. Yeah, and, I did. Uh, the fan package is, okay, so is what I did. Um, and if you want to see, I got um, a fanny pack. It's kind of what what came with that and then inside the fanny pack which i thought this was actually the coolest thing in there uh what is this it? is a, a cell phone charger oh um, nice yeah so it comes inside yeah, did it come recharged it did, did actually 
Nice. Yeah. So I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Um, you got a little thing of hand sanitizer there. Nice. Um, some earplugs with a Bon Jovi uh, logo on there as well. Oh, wow. And, of course, the uh, the guitar picks. So, so what do the guitar picks look like? Um, let me open those up. They're uh, the 2020 logo. Oh, wow. They're in a plastic wrapper here. Try to get into it. Yeah, that's okay. That's cool. See, you know what's funny? Like, I, I like the better Rosé's package, but like the merch wasn't that good. Wow. That's, that's nice. one of them. Yep. Yeah, that's nice. You know, yeah, it, it's funny because like that merch package is a lot better than the more expensive uh, packages. Yeah, that's kind of hard to believe. It really is. Yeah, I wish they would have even included that stuff with what we, you know, but hey, it is what it is. So did you get in? So I know the, the gates didn't open until 7. Did you get in any earlier than that? So I guess by listening to the guy at the uh, entryway, the security guy, um, you know, I guess they let the Better Roses package in at like 6.15 or so, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, maybe 6.30, and then they wouldn't let us in until 6.45. So we got in 15 minutes early. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, it did pay off. We got in there and, and did some shopping. I bought the uh, the hoodie, the Bon Jovi Forever hoodie like you bought. I love uh, yeah. I got that one, and then um, I actually got two of those, one for my daughter. Um and then I bought a, a long sleeve T-shirt as well. I meant to show you this earlier. Um, so that was the hat that came in the fanny pack as well. Oh, really? Um, yep. Now, did it have the? Because there was one on the merch stand that I liked, but it had like those weird, goofy looking things on the side. Does it have anything on the sides of that hat? No, nothing on the side. Just says Bon Jovi 2020 tour on the front. Nice. Um, and that's it. Yep. Yeah, I ended up getting uh, in Milwaukee. I got the band shirt. The, the full band on it and then i got the forever hoodie and then i got the signed poster and last night i was gonna i i got the patriotic shirt and i was gonna get the white forever shirt but i guess it's in women's i didn't know that it looked like it was in a unisex yeah, so so i, I should have got that for my wife but but uh and then for nashville i'll probably get the slippery shirt which i didn't see the slippery shirt in milwaukee so i think that's a newly added I agree, and I did. I wound up buying the slippery shirt as well, um, and yeah. it, it was nice. Everything was yeah. super com comfy. Yeah, so I think I'm going to get that uh, at Nashville. But uh, So, yeah, so we got in at 7, got some merch, went to the restroom, and then we kind of just saw some friends. I saw. I mean, was, I came to you guys for a little bit, and I saw some other friends. And What did you think of the opening band real quick? Did you think they were pretty decent? Uh, I honestly didn't listen. Uh, as soon as they started playing, I got up and uh, went and used the restroom and got something to drink and, uh, you know, just got ready for, for Bon Jovi. Um, yeah. So. yeah, they, they were good. Um, the, the the sound, I think, was a little off. But uh, yeah, I don't think it was bad, though. Um, but so what, what were your seats? Row 11? Yeah, we were row eleven, uh, seats three and four, uh, yeah. right in the right in the center, uh, right in front of John. Um, and they were they were good seats. Um, yeah, I can't really complain. Yeah, um, yeah, eleventh row is pretty. Uh, yeah, I'm willing to do anything. Fifteen rows to the front row. That's my. Uh, yeah, but like everything was pretty uh, pretty close. I think um, we were fourth row to John's left, so that was a pretty good view. But you know, eleventh row is still still is good. Um, yeah, other than that, it was just kind of like, a, you know, I saw a lot of good friends that I haven't seen in 
a few shows, few few years. So it was nice to kind of catch up with some people. I've never been to Raleigh before to see them. Um, so that was it was nice to see them in a new city. Did you have you seen them in Raleigh before? I have not. That was my first okay. time in uh, first in Raleigh. Yep. Okay. So before we get into you know the set list and so, what did you think of the show overall? I loved it, man. I mean, you know, the, I guess the fact that you know, four it's been four years since I've saw them. Um, yeah. So I mean, it, it was like Christmas for me, and every night's been like Christmas. I mean, yeah. I, I I wished I could I could do more, but you know, you got to yeah. get back to work. <laughs> yeah, if you got to go, that's that's the that's the trouble is getting back into the normal routine of life and and all that. But I thought the show was good too. Uh, compared to Milwaukee and this one, um, I would say I liked Milwaukee a little better, but I think this was still a good show. Uh, it, John was super happy. Yes. He, and, it, it uh, seems to me when you have, I've only seen two at this point, but it, it seems like he keeps getting more energetic every night. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think we kind of talked about the, the jacket, um, the, the jacket that he opened with was awesome. I loved it. Oh, yeah. That, and I think that's the first time he's, he's worn on this tour, five shows in. It, it almost, at first, I thought it looked like that because in 2000, the Have a Nice Day tour, he wore that kind of like a black jacket. That tour and the Circle tour, he kind of had that similar jacket designed. But on yeah. this jacket, I think it's laced a little differently. And on the back, it had that black heart and dagger logo. Yeah, which was awesome. Yeah. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, one of the things I really enjoyed about this show too was David and Phil. They had a lot of interaction, and they're like they kept playing jokes on each other or just like cracking jokes. And so I thought that was pretty good. Uh, Tico was um, he was on fire, especially during Faith, you know, which we'll, we'll get into. But uh, how about we start uh, di diving into the set list? So the show I think started a little bit before eleven or eight thirty, right? Just a few minutes, I think. Yeah, I want to say eight twenty or so, something like that. Yeah, the time's a bit more. Yeah, eight fifteen one night, eight twenty the next, eight thirty-five. So, so yeah, I think it was a little before eight thirty. Uh, obviously, they opened up with Limitless. One thing that I want to say about when they opened up, I thought this was a really good performance of Limitless. But I don't know if you caught caught. I think it was in the beginning of the show, or, or maybe at the end of Limitless. But he was trying to get people up, not not during bad name, but he's getting people up out of their seats. But uh, on Phil's side, all the way to the right, John was like working the crowd a little bit. Did you see the guy that was um, well? John mimicked him. The guy was sitting in the front row like this. I did. I saw that. Did you, yeah. Yeah. I guess and the guy then, had his uh, arms crossed and wasn't yeah. really excited. And John's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It, it, you know, John was like, like play, like being playful. I don't know what the guy did back, but John went like this. Right. To him. The guy didn't do anything, but he just kind of stayed the same. And then John was like, "What the fuck?" And then yeah, it just hopped over like, like <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I couldn't either. That was pretty funny though. But that I would was like funny. to see. I didn't get to see the guy, but I would love to see uh, yeah his reaction. Yeah, but you know, like uh, I was telling you know Rachel and I were talking about it today, and she's like, you know, why would you because we both know how expensive it is to have those kind of seats, and so Rachel was like, why would you spend all that money just to sit there and you know give it to a fan that would really appreciate having that yeah. spot you know absolutely but, uh, yeah you have anything else to say about limitless um yeah i mean I, I i'll be honest with you you know as far as the record goes um you know i, I wasn't quite sure how i would enjoy limitless but i'll be honest yeah. with you it's to me it was much better live than it was on record and i i yeah. personally enjoyed it as a show opener i really did yeah i did too um 
what I really liked about it is that the outro that they do with the Phil doing the solo, and then you know you kind of do, uh, you see John doing the uh, the mic thing, holding the mic up to Rich, or not Richie, but to Phil's uh, guitar. And the reason yeah. I mentioned Richie there was because that was something that Richie and John kind of did, but with Limitless, that's something that Phil did with the band. So so rightfully so, it's cool to see that you know again you know, because that yeah. didn't happen. I don't think it really happened very much on the last tour. And so, you know, John holding the mic stand up to Phil rocking on that. So that was great. Yeah. Um, and then the next great. one, yeah, next one was radio. I, I'm glad this is a staple every night because, you know, over the years, and we talked about this yesterday, you were lucky to see it. You know, they didn't do it very often, but they've done it once or twice or a few times every tour. But it's so nice that this has become a staple, second song in the list. And, uh, but I, I thought it was good. I, I really don't have anything much to say about it, though, other than I thought it was good. You know, I'm glad I got to see it a second time this tour. How about you? Me too. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. The first time I'd heard it was um, the the Charlotte show, and yeah. I was blown away. And and I was I was definitely happy to to see it again. So. Yeah. Uh, next one was bad name. So you know, back before bad name, you know, when he gets you know, this ain't your computer screen. You know, I was listening to him talk, and. Uh, you could tell how vocally good he sounded that night, you know, but with the first two songs, but then, you know, when he talks, you, as diehards, I don't know if, if, if you, maybe I'm just crazy or maybe you can, I know other fans feel the same way too. Based on how he talks, you can kind of tell how he's feeling vocally. Um, like I said, I thought he sounded great. And, uh, but Bad Name was good. I thought, um, the band's backing vocals were incredible on it. For, for some, I don't know if it was just the way that I, where I was, to, you know, you notice sound is different depending on where you sit at each venue, and each venue is obviously different. But for Bad Name, I thought the band's vocals were, and the instrumentals too, were a lot louder and in your face, especially like with Tico. I don't know if, did you notice that too, how Tico kind of overpowered everything else? Which I thought was, I thought was good. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, I didn't notice. I, I'll be honest. You know, where I was sitting, the thing that I noticed the most was, yeah, when he got up and was trying to get everybody out of their seats, uh, I looked around, you know, the arena from 11 rows back, you know, and there were a lot of people, you know, I was quite surprised in the, I guess the 100 level or 200 level uh, were super excited. I mean, just really, really yeah. pumped. And I think John fed off that. Yeah. And, and that was the thing too and throughout the the entire show john was very appreciative of the crowd he was i mean the crowd was pretty hype you know and, and you could tell john was happy with the crowd because he, he complimented the crowd quite a few times uh, yeah, yeah I agree. I, uh born to follow was the next one uh i thought it was great um this one you know with me following the set list every night and with this being my second show, and I talked about this with Becca for the Milwaukee show uh, on the previous episode, I, I think Born to Follow would be a good one to kind of enter uh, the fourth song in the set. I think it'd be this would be good to kind of take out, put Because We Can in, or even Sleep When I'm Dead, or, you know, even Beautiful Drug, or, you know, Lost Highway even, you know, kind of interchange those songs. But otherwise, yeah. you know, I, I enjoyed Born to Follow. The one thing that I really look forward to with Born to Follow now is the outro that they added in from the last tour they did in europe you know at the end you know they kind of do that build up and then phil does like this really cool solo at the end yeah um, what'd you think of that um i enjoyed the, the song i've heard it um i guess over the last couple of tours quite a few times so yeah. uh 
you know, being, you know, what I call a diehard, I, I would love to hear, you know, something else. We, we talked about this earlier, yeah. um, but I'll be there for you. Didn't get played. And, I know. And it, I and would it was, love to hear it one day. <laughs> it was an audible. And for people right. that, it, it, this, this is a common question that I've been getting a lot on Twitter, which I am happy to help and, and answer. But an audible is a song like I'll be there for you and in these arms. So it wasn't in the in the actual set list, but you know, some audibles get put on the set list just in case John is he's feeling it, but he's not sure if he wants to do it. So this gives you know John writes the set list two you know, an hour or two before the show starts. And once he does, it gets dispersed to the band members, to the production crew. So they kinda you know, the band knows okay, we make sure we know how to play I'll be there for you and in these arms, blah blah blah. And uh, the production crew will kind of get ready for the special lighting and special playbacks and, and you know, all, all the stuff that goes into making what the show what it is. Uh, so that's so an audible isn't guaranteed to happen, but John could call it in in the set list to play, or it could replace a song. It could be an encore. Um, so that's so that's my little side note there. Uh, yeah, but it yeah, it doesn't seem like, best I recall, he hasn't done an audible through this tour, has he? No, they've been on the yeah. list, but. Yeah, St. Paul, uh, I'll Be There For You was on the Audible, but didn't get played that night. But in Milwaukee, it did. Right. So, yeah, I, I was I was hoping, you know, because every time that the lights went out and you could still see the band a little bit, and you would yeah. see John grab his guitar. And, you know, we're the kind of fans that know what song is coming next based on what guitar they're grabbing. Uh, and I saw John grabbing the guitar, and he plays it on the old, the unscratched Takamini. But no, he went into Born to Follow, which yeah, because that's on put. I think he had a capo on that uh, guitar, and so I, I knew it was Born to Follow or Do What You Can, um, which I'm surprised Do What You Can. You know, it got played in Omaha, but the last four shows he hasn't done it. And I'm surprised. Yeah, I kind of am too. Um, you know, personally, I'm not a, a huge fan of it, um, but I, I am quite surprised with it being yeah. kind of post-pandemic. Um, and being one of the, you know, the bigger songs off 2020 that he's played, I really felt like he would play it uh, almost every night. So, uh, yeah, I'm quite surprised, too. Yeah, I, I said in my previous episode, so I won't go too deep into it, but I feel like it, it should be a staple in the set list because to me, when I listen to it now, it feels like a triumphant song because you look back at how you felt when you first heard it two years right. ago. Yep. Compared to now that, you know, shows are happening and stuff, it just has, and it has that sound to it, too, where you can... Like it's like a sigh of relief that we we got through it together and stuff like that. You know, in the first night when he played it, you know, in the bridge, you know, now we got the vaccination. You know, right, so he changed right. up the bridge a little bit. But yeah, so Born to Follow was good. Then it, it's you know, I, like I said, fans like us, we know what's coming next, depending on what what John is talking about. So when he started talking about Ukraine, we knew that he was going to it's my life. For a split second, I thought he was going to do the rock original version of we don't run you know yeah me too I, I know what you're saying i kind of thought and i thought that's kind of early for that but um, yeah but his his spiel kind of based on the first four nights he was kind of combining his ukraine spiel with the one he does before it's my life and the one he does before the acoustic we don't run so I was like, okay, maybe he's changing it up finally tonight. And then it went into It's My Life. So, you know, the should, um, I, have, I really don't have anything much to say about It's My Life. I, I loved it, one of the fun songs, but you have anything to say about that one? 
No, just the fact that, you know, you and I agree that's the song that pretty much um, put us on Bon Jovi. Yep, um, exactly. We, we so, share that. Yeah, that's the one that I really just sing my heart out because that's, you know, and a lot of times, too, when I see the song live, I, I sing that song with so much heart because that's what started it all for me. And one thing I love about uh, watching this song and watching David during this, I love watching David the entire song of, of It's My Life because the way that he does the backing vocals and stuff, like, you know, it's funny when pe people will sing like the chorus, you know, It's My Life, It's Now, I Ain't Gonna Live Forever, that's one of them, blah, blah, blah. I'll actually sing along with David because David holds the notes as John's singing the chorus, you know? Okay. So if you watch David, you know, he's like holding notes and just like doing like those loud vocals. And, and so I sing along with him and I'll watch him and it's, he's fun to watch during that song. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the nice part about being close is interacting with them and, and being able to see. Yeah. Just like you said earlier with Phil and uh, David being, seeing their interactions together and that type of thing. Yeah. So are seeing you know like what they're like you know like like how tico starts some songs like tico will wait for john to be because john will you know do a couple sprays for his throat or drink his hot tea or whatever and then you know you'll see john go like this or he'll yeah. do it to david or you know just that, those little interactions you know it's it's cool to see you know um next one is just older i'm glad it's you know being you know but it's nice that they're doing like a crush song back to back. It's my life than just older. Um, this yeah, one, I think. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I, I love just older myself. Yeah. Um, and you know, you had a previous guest on there that talked about it. I'm, I just turned forty, so um, it it means more now so, <laughs> than it did before. So um, it's cool. I, I like the uh, the lyrics, and I, I'm glad that that he uh, he's playing it on the tour. Yeah, I'm glad too. This is one of those songs that I think could be interchanged with Born to Follow or Because We Can't If It Was Added. You know, like putting this as the fourth song in the set list, I think would be, you know, change. Yeah. Um, next one's Born to Be My Baby. This one was actually really fun last night with the crowd. It was. The crowd, as soon as John screamed two, three, four, that crowd went crazy. I don't know yeah. about Europe, but where I was at, man, you know, the first six songs, they were, it was a good show. It, the crowd was here and there, I think, where I was sitting. But as soon as Born to Be My Baby came on, man, everyone was jumping and singing. It was great. Um, yeah. I yeah, agree. that's good. Um, next one is This House is Not For Sale. This is the second night that's been earlier in the set list. Um, I think the first Charlotte, wasn't it earlier in the set list? I think. It, I, it was earlier, but I don't think it was quite as soon as it was in, in Raleigh. Um, and it's, you know, here again, the, the band, I think, does a really good job of that song. And I think that's oh. probably why they why they put it on the set list. Um, yeah. My favorite part is the outro that Phil does. At, at the end. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the best part of the, the live performance is um, Phil. And like I was saying about, the, you know, the first three shows, this house was later. It was like even after the acoustic set, you know, in the last half of the set. And so now Charlotte and last night, uh, it's earlier, and the, which I think is pretty cool. Um, next, uh, so this one's the next one, and this is the debut of the tour. Right. So I, Story of Love. This is the first time they've played it live on the tour. And I am surprised that we're five shows in and it finally got played because 
this is this is absolutely John's favorite song on the on the album. Yeah, and it just, just that's my opinion. I, I think it's his favorite. You know, every album there's always like a staple song that he just enjoys. And uh, I'll let you talk about it first because I have I have a lot to say about it too. Yeah. So I, as soon as as soon as he got up on stage and said, you know, I haven't performed this in front of a large group, uh, I, I got excited because I'm like, oh my god, we're about to hear something that's going to be great. You know, especially yeah. if you've seen him a few times. You, that's what you want. You want to hear something that that you haven't heard before. So. Um, I was, I was excited. It was, uh, yeah, story of love. Um, yeah. I, I like to hear it and, you know, it's, it's a well-written song. So. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, you know, when John was saying, you know, we haven't played this song, we haven't played this song off a new album in front of a show or in a, in a show yet. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, they haven't done shine. They haven't done love can blood in the water, brothers. <laughs> so I was like, what could it be? I, I was hoping for love can or shine. I was like, please, 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 please. But I was gonna be happy with whatever whatever it was, and yeah. uh, and so he's, this is a story of love, and so I wanted to I, I recorded and put it on YouTube because uh, I knew it was gonna be uh, absolutely amazing, and it was. What I was extremely impressed with, and I knew when we first heard the song with the you know there's there's two versions, one with just the three four minute song, and then the six minute version with uh, the the band outro, and I knew it was going to be incredible. And I, I tell you, Shanks blew me away with that guitar solo. Man, that was so good. What'd you think of that? Yeah, I know I completely agree, and it's it's funny. I love Phil so much, I really do. Uh, and I personally, I don't give Shanks enough credit for being a good guitarist, but he really is. Yeah, um, I will say this something that kind of cracked me up last night did you see the jeans he was wearing last night oh my <laughs> I, I was like sitting what? there i know i know it's like, i was wondering as well i was like what are you doing <laughs> i've never seen him wear something like that I, i'm not uh, gonna but it looked like jeans from the 70s it did it did it did yeah. no question but yeah he 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 definitely played a a good part so oh yeah uh, minus the jeans <laughs> yeah you know, another note too. Well, I guess I'll, I'll do when we get to who says. But did you notice? Actually, I think so. Before we continue with sto uh, after story of love, I think it was born to be maybe this house. But did you see that? Uh, I could be wrong, but there was some kind of technical difficulty on Tico's set. I saw the tech like working on the side. So I don't know if it was just something they do, but I didn't see that on Milwaukee. So and it no. felt like. The I, like the sound kind of what like the drums weren't matching. Okay. Did you know, I remember and, seeing I remember seeing somebody back there at some point during the during the night, but I don't I don't recall when. Yeah, I, I think it was the, it might have been a different song, but there was something going on with Tico's drums, because I remember John turned around, and was looking at. Uh, wait, I I remember. Okay, it was. It was born born to follow because John kind of extended the whole Ukraine, and I think that's why it was the we don't run spiel and the it's my uh, life okay. Ukraine was combined and longer because they were working on Tico's uh, drum set. I saw that. Okay. So I don't I don't know if that was just manual what they usually do, but I've never seen that before during uh, right before it's my life. So I think there was some kind of um, mix up there, but that. But I love seeing stuff. I love seeing stuff like that. So, um, but yeah. So yeah, back to the story of love. Yeah, that was great. I was impressed with the the outro. That was and during the performance, I'm wondering, could this be, um, 
will they do the full outro? Because I was looking at the time, I was like, you know, they're still pretty good on time because they do about 10 songs before the acoustic. I was like, you were four, five, six, seven, eight. There were nine songs then. So, as it, you know, usually they still have about 10 more minutes. So, and they actually did two more. Um, so, this would be another good one, too, like where John could like take a break and put Keep the Faith somewhere else in the set list, like as an encore, and do Story of Love and having that outro enough time for him to go down and change and, and you know, rest for a second. Um, right. I, was, I was thinking about that as well. Um, Let It Rain. I, yeah. I love, I love the visual effects that and I, I said this in the, the you know you look at the and that's like the one where I really want to like zoom out of my camera and just get the that window pane on the screens you know with John playing the guitar. Yeah. Um, one thing I really love about this performance, and I wish it was on the album, is that harmonica solo at the end. Yeah, he, uh, he does. I'm trying to think there's two at least two songs that he plays the harmonica and if not three so that's kind of cool to see uh, yeah i don't the, recall seeing that in, in prior tours but he may have i just may not have caught it he's done it a few times on born to be my baby and okay. uh, homebound train which i'm with him doing the harmonica on let it rain and american reckoning I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't pull it out for born to be my baby there's still time so yeah. maybe maybe we'll get lucky with that but uh, next one's Keep the Faith. I was super impressed with uh, Tico on Faith last night. I mean, he was hitting those. I, I don't know if, like, like I was saying with like Bad Name, like Tico was just so loud. I don't know if it, maybe it was just where I was sitting and there was a monitor or speaker somewhere. But I, I just feel like this entire show, Tico was just over the top and you could hear him more. But watching him on Keep the Faith last night was out of this world incredible the way that you know the way that they ended the song that boom 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 it was just so loud in your face did you notice that on the 11th row i i i didn't but i will say you know not to jump ahead um but it, at the end of the show tico was visually pumped i mean you could see it you could tell like he was he oh, was yeah. having a good night so yeah he, he was um anything you want to say about keep the faith no, I mean I loved it. I, I I like keep the faith. Love hearing it live. I like the uh, the fact that the band continues to play after John goes goes yeah. up underneath the stage. Uh, I I think I'm glad it's a staple. I really am. I mean, yeah. it's it's a great song. Yeah, me too. Next, uh, so the next is uh, you know John takes his break and then they go to the acoustic set. This is the diehard fan in me that's saying this. I, I love that the acoustic set is back. Following, you know, whether I'm at the show or I'm at home looking up updates, every night I'm hoping, please change the acoustic set up. Yeah. I love American Reckoning, We Don't Run, and Saturday Night. I love those songs. But I, I, I want to I, I see different songs in the acoustic set. I want to see You Want to Make a Memory, I Die for You, uh, In These Arms Acoustic, um, Make a, I think I said make a memory. Superman tonight. Even we weren't born to follow acoustic. I love it. Like yeah. they did in 2009 on the actor studio. You know, all these different songs that they could do. Uh, thank you for a lot. The list could go on. So every night I'm thinking, please put a surprise in. Please change it up. Um, unfortunately, they didn't. You know, and with Charlotte and Rally being back to back, I was thinking that they would change the acoustic 
I was thinking, okay, maybe they'll put lower the flag in tonight into the American Reckoning, like they did for St. Paul and Milwaukee. They interchanged. Yeah. They didn't. Um, I I enjoy American Reckoning for, you know, it's a a good song, but it's not one I want to see every night. You know, I like watching John doing the harmonica on it. Um, I'll let you talk a little. I'm kind of, I'm pretty passionate about the acoustic set here. No, and it's okay. I, I get it. I uh, I kind of feel the same way. I mean, I, I I would like to see them switch it up a little bit. You know, I kind of talked about this, uh, I think, prior to the show, but I was quite surprised how much I really enjoy We Don't Run acoustically. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect to. I really didn't because uh, I like it, you know, with a full band. Um, and I, I really enjoyed, I enjoyed it uh, acoustically. Uh, Saturday night was good primarily the first time I could see them they, they obviously with it being Saturday night they kind of had to play it but um, yeah. I I'd always wanted to hear it acoustically um, because I thought yeah. that was the best performance of Saturday night so yeah. um, I've heard it two nights in a row now so yeah I could see where I'd like to see yeah. it switched up a little bit for sure um, you know, memory would be great um, that way so yeah you know and this is the diehards the diehard fans in us talk and you know obviously you know the general fans and this is another thing i want to bring up too you know the general fans they they see the stuff on youtube like they're going to do this i want to see this okay one sad thing that i've noticed and and, you know sometimes too like like the acoustics that is just a break for people like especially like the older people to kind of sit down i noticed american reckoning and we don't run wasn't very um received well i mean you you got people that watched and enjoyed it but you got the 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 polite applause to it you yeah. didn't get like like the like us like you know clapping really hard and, and happy with it so i was kind of sad about that because the crowd this crowd was really good in rally but not during were, the I, set. I, I will say i was a little surprised at how good they were um you know yeah. being from the south i typically think yeah, you know the New Jersey shows will be better. The you know Madison Square Garden shows, um, maybe Milwaukee, something like that. I don't think of Raleigh, North Carolina, as being a great show. But you're right, the, the audience was great. You know, more so than even Charlotte. Yeah. You know, I went to the Charlotte show, and uh, I don't think they had quite the same energy. But I, I felt like John's energy was up a notch too. So. Oh yeah, I, I do too. But yeah, overall, I, I love the acoustics. I thought it was all three of those songs. They were good. Um, I, yeah, just, I, wish, I hope they do like a, a digital copy of uh, We Don't Run, uh, the acoustic version. I would love to download I'm, I'm hoping that we do because John seems, you know, especially when there's a crisis or you know, like what they did with Unbroken with the Invictus, yeah. you know, the proceeds right. went to help support the cause. So with, with that foot, that video just being put out on YouTube, I have a feeling it's going to go on iTunes and stuff, wherever music is sold and bought. I hope so. Because I I would love to have that version. I I I really enjoy it. So Me too. let's go into the night. So so sleep when I'm dead was a debut last or two nights ago in Charlotte, and uh, yep. I was we were on our way to rally, and I saw that as an update. Oh great! And so I was like crossing my fingers. Please play it tonight, please. And I, I, you know you need a really good song to lift the crowd back up to get out of that somber because you're in that somber mood for about 15 minutes. And so Sleep When I'm Dead was so perfect. Like, I heard Tika, the boom, 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 
you know, and it, it sounded so good. Like, and this brings me back to, you know, Bad Name and It's My Life and all the, the teak on the drums. Where I was sitting, you know, the drums were just amazing. And so Sleep was, a, it, it got me pumped. I was, I was copping my hands so hard in the air. Yeah, I love Sleep. I really do. Um, I think we kind of talked about this before the show, but uh, We Got It Going On was would be a good, but yeah. a good one to put in this spot as well. Yeah. But both of those, I, I love to hear both those songs live. Um, yeah. So. Yes. You know, another thing too, I wish would come back are the medleys that they used to do like during Sleep and during Bad Medicine, but they they don't. Um, you know, especially because the, technically John could keep the show going till eleven. If right. he wants, so every night there's always yep. been a quarter till they're done. So I'm always hoping, hey, put an extra song in because you can potentially get Me a second for yeah, or do a medley, you know, but he doesn't. So, yeah. but yeah, sleep, sleep. I think sleep for me, my whole highlight of the show was sleep when I'm dead. That was my cool. highlight. What, what was your highlight? Story of love? Yeah, I would say Story of Love, just because, you know, the fact that he hasn't played it in front of a big audience, um, you know, that that's just, that's something you want to see. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next one is Lost Highway. This this one, I, I love Lost Highway, but this is one I I wouldn't mind seeing swapped with, you know, because we can or something, something different every night. Um, yeah. So I, I really do like the visual effects that they do with uh, – Lost Highway, even Wanted, which is the next one, you know, like with Lost Highway, they have the highway in the yeah. back, and that that's kind of I love seeing that, you know, and uh, the light, the lighting really get gets you the opportunity to get good photos, the way that the lighting is on that. So, um, yeah, I took several photos during uh, Lost Highway. So <laughs> yeah, and so you so what's so great about being a little further back is you you, you see more of the stage. So that's another thing that I know too from Milwaukee. I was front and center. And so you don't really get to appreciate the whole stage production because you're right. primarily just focused on the band in front of you. With me being fourth row last night, and this is probably even better just, you know, but better for you that you're 11 rows back, you see it all. You see the audience, you see the band, you see the lights, you see the stage production, the screen, everything. And yeah. that's what's great about being a little further back is just being able to see it all. Yeah, because, um, you know, I will say, you know, I was second row in Charlotte and uh, I couldn't. I couldn't feel the audience where from the 11th row last night, you know, you could, you could kind of feed off the audience as well and kind of feel what they were feeling. So I yeah. was, I was quite surprised, you know, last night, like I said, um, in the 100 level, 200 level, even up into the 300 level, there was quite a few fans that are, were pumped. I mean, they were oh, yeah. excited to be there. Yeah. They, yeah, absolutely. Uh, wanted have a nice day prayer. Those, those are the songs I just kind of, because you know, at this point, the song, the show is starting to wind down. So you're just like, at this point, just trying to embrace it and just have as much fun as you can and just enjoying the moment. So those, those are the songs that I was like really appreciate. And I, I kept looking at my time. I'm like, I don't want it to end. I'm, I'm like thinking, okay, I know. they could potentially do, who says in Bad Medicine, and then maybe do an extra song or, uh, you know, I think what, what they could do one extra song. What could they possibly do? And unfortunately, we didn't get that. But do you want? Do you have anything to say about wanted or have a nice day or even prayer? Uh, I've got to say this. I mean, prayer for me, and we talked about this earlier. Prayer for me. Every time I hear it live, I hear chill. I get chills. I really do. Yeah. And um, I know it's 
everybody else's favorite for the most part. Uh, I love Wanted. I love hearing that live. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what I'd do if I went to a Bon Jovi show and couldn't hear those two songs played live. Um, yep. So. Yeah, you know, it, it, like it's, you know, it, it doesn't matter how many shows you've been to, you always get chills. You know, last night was my fifty eighth show, and it never gets old when when John sings. <laughs> and this is another thing I've noticed too that's, that's changing every night. I think and I think it also depends on where time is. In Milwaukee, John didn't start out singing the chorus to prayer. You know, like we got a whole with the foot thumping and all yeah. that. In Milwaukee, he pointed to David saying, "Okay," and so David actually started prayer. Last night, John actually um, sang the chorus, and then obviously, you know, the crowd sang. And like you said, man, you get chills, and it's just like you look around the entire arena. Arena. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. It's incredible. Um, So we'll go into the encore. Um, Who says in Bad Mess? I was kind of hoping for something different than Who Says. I love Who Says. I agree. But if I see it once or twice on a tour, you know, right. I'm good. I want other songs. <laughs> I was at that point. I saw Who Says, and I really loved it in Milwaukee. I think with me not being able to see the, the full band in a few years, it was good to see that again. But that was enough. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'd rather it be in a different place on the set list. You know, I, I yeah. love this town. Uh, you know, put that and Who Says together yeah. or Lost Highway in it together, something like that. Uh, yeah. To put, to do it is coming out of an encore. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather have something else there. To me, the encore is always okay. Put a hit in there. I get it, but encore for like the diehard fans are like, put something deep in. Like, love's the only oh, way. Yeah. Or all yeah. these other songs you're hoping for. Um, but now my wife knows it, and some other friends noticed it too. I'm waiting for a video to surface because uh, I didn't record who says. But did you see the mistake at the end? When John comes so. out going like, what's going on? The, I think the band, I think one of the band, I don't know who, I got to watch the video, but I think one of the band members messed up and every, the band started, stopped singing, it's all right. And it was just like an instrumental. And then John was kind of like, and then they, the band got right back into it. But um, I thought it was just me at first, but then after the show, my wife and some of my friends like noticed that like something was up at the end of Who Says. So yeah. I just want to think, yeah. Uh, it, it was very brief. It was like, you know, like 10, 15 seconds. Um, but yeah, who says it was great. Bad Medicine was on fire, I thought. That was amazing. I love it. And I, I want to say, I think the first time I heard it was the very first show in 2013 for me and and loved Bad Medicine and couldn't wait to hear it again. And I think the last, uh, or you know, 2017 and 2018, I'm pretty sure they didn't play it. So for it to be on the set list every night again, uh, you know, this go around was was great for me. I, I couldn't wait to hear it every single night. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those great. And I was watching the clock, and I was like, no, I, I'm not like sitting there watching the clock. It's, me watching <laughs> the clock means hoping that we're gonna get one more. Yeah, that, I know. And uh, especially because there was audibles, you know. So right, but uh, Ben Ben was was great. I I loved it. You know, and I loved the way you know they. They get amped up, you know, the one more time at the end. Yeah, I know. And, that always uh, gets me pumped. Yeah. I wish, I wish right. every night he would be, come on, one more time, one more time. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so then they do their bows. And as you said, too, um, Tico was pumped. I mean, Tico was like walking around the stage. He was. You, yeah. you never really see Tico. 
You know, I loved watching Tico during the acoustics. And another thing I want to mention about the acoustics, which I like, they didn't do it in Milwaukee, was, and I think it's all about based on where they are on time. John introduced all the band members, so that was pretty cool. It was. Yeah, I don't, I'm pretty sure they didn't do that in Charlotte, but uh, they did do yeah. it last night, which I thought was cool. I'm glad they did it. Um, yeah, some nights they're doing it, some nights they're not. But uh, yeah, John introduced the band. And Tico was just, Tico got the biggest applause that night. Agreed. It, yeah. I don't know why I always compare because all the band members are great, but Tico got the loudest applause that yeah. night. And like Tico kind of went like this, you know, or, or whatever. There's something about Tico that night. He was helping. You know, what I also loved about Tico too is he doesn't really get a mic. So when they were singing to Some Dabby Saturday Night Live, you know, the, you know, on Tico's side, you have Tico, uh, Everett, and Shanks. And so Tico's in the back and he's just kind of like, all of them are facing this way towards John. And then T or Tico's kind of like off to the side like this. And then he's like singing off into the you know, Saturday night into the air and stuff. He's like into it. I love that. He does. Me too. Me yeah. too. And, and I, you know, after listening to your podcast, I guess last week maybe or whenever it was, um, I, I watched that. And I liked seeing him back there just singing away, you know. And he's kind of staring off into space, it looks like. But he's, he's having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, after the show, you know, you usually just kind of see Tico just go up, do his bow, and, you know, wave, and then he kind of goes. But last right. night, he was walking around and saying hi to the fans, and yeah. he was just happy. I loved it. Very. Me too. Me too. So, yeah, overall, I think it was a good show. Uh, I enjoyed it. You know, if I had to compare between the shows that I've went to so far, Milwaukee or Rally, I'd have to say Milwaukee. Uh, I don't know if this is because it was the first show that I've seen on this tour. But uh, the, the show was, still is great. It was, it was great. You know, I enjoy some of the little mistakes, you know, because I love seeing stuff like that. It makes the show real. Yeah. Uh, I thought John sounded great. The band sounded great. Um, yeah. yeah. Me too, man. I was, I was, I was pumped. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to go to, to one more. So, um, yeah. And, I, and I'll be, you have to message me. I'm curious to see how you want. And I'm, I'm actually curious about this too. Between Charlotte Rally and then Greenville, I'm kind to I'm kind of interested to see if this tomorrow set this will be any different. Yeah, but, I hope so. I mean, surely at least one yeah. song will be different. Um, oh. I, I think we both wanted to hear, you know, "Love's the Only Rule." Um, yeah. So yeah, maybe he'll throw a monkey wrench in there some way. Um, I'll be there for you. You know, I'm yeah. on seven seven mm. plus shows. And haven't seen it. So, yeah. One thing I, I wanted, I meant to, we got off on a tangent. Um, Saturday night, I posted the video today and I knew people were going to comment on it. Um, but did you notice that John was coughing in the second verse? I did. I did. Yeah. So, um, what I have got, I think, you know, sometimes like when you sing and stuff, like you, you swallow wrong or you breathe wrong, which causes you to cough. And people were just associating him with being sick. He he was he never coughed or, or anything the rest of the show. Yeah. It was just that second verse. Just that one time. Yeah. yeah. So I think he was just um, he swallowed wrong or breathed wrong, and well, he it was, was even laughing. He was even laughing about it. Best I remember. Yeah. Kind of yeah, he went, I, it, so. yeah. Something like. And then, but he got right back into it. It was fine. The rest of the. So, but I knew people would comment, which is you know. You know, they, people weren't there, so they didn't know. <laughs> of course, right. So I wanted to comment on that just to kind of clarify for people listening. Um, anyway, buddy, I appreciate you taking the time. I know it's late tonight. We just got, but I appreciate you willing to hey, hop man. on and, and talk about it. I had 
a blast with you and your wife yesterday. Rachel complimented you and your wife. As you, Rachel thinks your wife is very sweet. And yeah. uh, we, we had a blast we, meeting you guys and hanging out. We did. Uh, we had a really good time. It was, uh, it was an honor. Glad we got to meet you. Yeah. All right, but I'm going to end the recording here, then we'll say bye. And uh, I mean, but okay. thanks for, yeah, for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Anytime.